0: You know, I'm not a um, I'm not a big reader of blogs. I, I read a lot of books. Um, I'll listen to a bunch of podcasts, but I don't I don't tend to read a lot of blogs. And it's funny, man when when you're in certain seasons um, in your life, things just cross your path all of a sudden. Um, and I came across I opened up my Twitter feed and. I came across Benjamin Hardy's article about uh, you miss the shots that you don't take. And I, you know, it's, it's an old saying that Wayne Gretzky says you'll miss hundred percent of the shots that you, that you don't take. And so it was kind of a, a riff off of that. And I've been at a point in my life uh, in the last couple of weeks, man, it just, it's funny. Sales is, sales is full of peaks and valleys, so is life. That's why I like, that's why I call it the sales life because it's the same damn thing. Um, and if you remember a couple episodes back, I was talking about, uh, you know, I changed the way I dress and things were rolling. And then I, right after that, dude, I bottomed out. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Um, but the wheels got wobbly and the the nuts <laughs> came off <laughs> And, and then the, the wheels went to flying, man. And, you know, let me, let me tell you what's, what's interesting and welcome to the sales life. I'm your host, more spice, by the way. And, um, so let me tell you, let me tell you what's interesting, man, is this is probably in my 22 years of doing this, this is probably the first time when I've lost my momentum in, in sales that I actually, I actually analyzed it. I really took it on as more of a test case than anything. And so it was almost like I was out of my body, so to speak, and kind of analyzing what was going on. And my confidence is shaken, and then it was completely low. And it's like no matter what I was doing, I couldn't get that rhythm going. I was behind on, um, on deals Um, and then the deals that I was getting, they weren't optimal. I wasn't able to maximize the gross. It just, nothing was, was coming right, you know? And like I tell you, I was telling myself is Marsh, it's impossible to stay this way. The only way it stays this way is if you, if you contribute or not contribute and you'll stay losing, you'll stay losing when you, um, when you stop attempting and I knew I, there's no way this can I, I'd been doing this 22 years it's impossible to stay that way so the things that I've been reading lately were things to um, encourage me to not be so fearful because you know you get fearful man when when your confidence is shaken then you start you you really everything that you look at becomes more of a no um, instead of when you're rolling you look at everything as a yes like you know how dare you even tell me no and it's funny, man. People just slide right into that. Um, when you're on that yes roll, people. It, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. But it's like all of a sudden, people just kind of they just join right in. It's it's that certainty I think that you're selling, that confidence, and people just they just roll with it. Um, it's almost as if you dare somebody to say no, but then you get a few nos, and then the next thing you know, you're sniffing underneath your arms to make sure that you're not the one who's, who's musty. (laughs) So you lose it. It's, it's funny how fast you lose that. So anyway, man, I'm, I'm, I'm reading all kind of different stuff. I'm reading Molly Fletcher's book that, that I hope to eventually share, um, about being fearless at work. Um, and so I'm reading that that's really, you know, pumping some, some good vibes into me. I'm reading Russ's book, uh the, the uh the musician. I dude I'd never heard of him. I heard his music. I didn't I didn't even know who he was though when I came across the book. Book is phenomenal by the way. Um and so I you know, I'm reading that book and just encouraging. So anyway, make a long story long. I open up the Twitter feed, there's Benjamin Hardy's thing. It's impossible to um or or you you'll hit the shots that, that you don't uh, you'll never hit the shots that you don't take. So and when I open up the article, it's, he, he sets off the article by quoting Seth Godin. And most of you know who Seth Godin is, uh, G-O-D-I-N. If you don't, just Google Seth and his blog comes up. And he writes short, piffy blogs that really resonate. Um, seems to be a great dude. But anyway, so Seth says this. He opens the thing up. And this is what I needed most uh, was Seth said, if I fail more than you... I'm winning if I fail more than you I'm winning he said because the fact that I can say that means that I'm still taking the attempts it means I'm still trying and when people are winning they tend to try to preserve their winnings and so they try not to fail or they try to be selective in which deals they get you know let's just put this in the sales world for a minute they get real selective on the risk that they take and what they, they, you get drawn into this false sense of complacency. So when you start failing, and it's always gonna happen in life, it's always gonna happen in sales, dude, you're always going to fail at some point, sometimes gloriously, sometimes just little fractions, but whatever, we fail. And the analogy to keep going, man, if I fail more than you, most people are gonna let up. When they start failing, they start conserving, they start protecting. And if I fail more than you, I win because the fact that I'm still willing to put it out there. So that's how Hardy starts his whole thing. So as soon as I read that, I'm like, shit, yeah, man, I'm I'm in on this article. And so I just want to highlight, um, I just want to riff off of three points that he made. I think there's like nine points to the whole article. And I'm going to put the link in the um, in the show notes because I definitely advise you to not only check out Benjamin Hardy's work. Cause he really has some work that will resonate with you. Uh, but also he's got a couple of books. I haven't read them yet. Uh, willpower doesn't work is one. And I think he's got a new one. I su- you could subscribe to his email list and they'll send you the first chapter. So I'm a, it's something about personality or why you can always change your personality. So, but definitely check out his work, man. He's, he's, um, he's sharp and he, he really, he talks in such a way that, and writes in such a way that it kind of seems like he's, sitting right there beside you. So good stuff. So he, he starts the article. If I fail more than you, I win. And it's about taking shots in life. That's, that's the whole premise of Benjamin's, um, piece that he wrote is about taking the shots. And the, the first one is, is, is about, you know, it's, it's the resistance. And no matter the, the the first point he makes is no matter how long that you've been doing something, you're always going to feel the resistance, face the resistance. And resistance is a motherfucker, man. And it, 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 um, it's always there in our life. And so many times we don't want the resistance because the resistance, it makes you vulnerable. It sets you up for failure. You feel like shit. It exposes your weaknesses. I mean, all kind of resistance. So, and, and, you know, I'm I'm at this point. I mean, 22 years later, here I am, dude. I'm still feeling that resistance. Like, dude, you never get away from it. So it got me to thinking, man. It's like, well, you almost have to treat resistance as you would the weight room when you're not feeling good. Resistance should be adjusted. And so, when you're really, so let's go to the weight room real quick. When you're feeling good, you go to the weight room. I mean, dude, you know those days you're just in the zone, or you you may be jogging, and it's like you you feel like Gumby you're so flexible and you just like you you feel like roger banister like you could run a four minute mile I mean you feel like one of those ethiopians where you could just run Uh, you know a, a fucking marathon in two hours. I mean, it's just one of those zone days Those days are the days man where you need to add more resistance And many times what we try to do is we just try to keep it going right so when you're, when you're on a high, when you're rolling, yes, you, you tend to attract more wins. But really, if you think about it, you probably don't add more resistance. You would in the weight room. You would probably, if you were running, you would probably add an extra mile. But when it comes to our career, when it comes to our own personal life, when things are rolling, we actually, we tend to just keep it rolling at that same speed. Why not adjust the inclines in your life when you're doing good? and adjust the inclines when you're not doing good. So when you're doing good, increase the resistance. This is the time, dude, where you need to take on more risk. This is the time because you've you've got the boldness gene going, right? I mean, you seem to be unstoppable. So why not when you're at your most high, why not reach out there and put more, low more onto your bar, man? So reach out there and try to get put more on your plate. Sign up for more things. Uh, If it's something that you've been kind of hesitating with, you're really inches away from wanting to try it, well, then do it. Do it when you're most high. Add that resistance. When you're in sales, man, when you're when you're just rolling through your month, this is where you need to double your productivity. This is where you need to actually get in touch and, and reach out there and touch more customers. This is the thing where you need to increase the resistance so that way it's going to break open other opportunities for you too because when you're most bold, it's kind of like a sports team, right? So when a sports team is doing really, really well, and they've got a commanding lead. What do they do? They take more risk. They they actually play some extra players. They actually do some plays that they've only worked on in practice. Well, fuck it. Let's try it in the game. <clears throat> and what they find is, holy shit, that worked. What they find is, holy shit, that player can really play. And until you put them in that situation, you had no idea. Same thing you got to do in your life, where you actually have to add that resistance when you're rolling, man. Because you can afford to take the the rejection, you can afford to uh, take a L because it's not a big deal. It's extra above and beyond. And when you do that, man, you're gonna you're gonna find that you crack open even more opportunities and more abilities and capabilities that you probably. Wouldn't have discovered, had you not been so bold to discover. But you didn't do it because either a you were just trying to stay at the same speed and just uh, you know notch up more wins, or you were trying to when you're at your lowest trying to prevent from losing even more. Which brings me to my other point on the resistance. When you're not feeling good, when your confidence is low, man, you still must, you still must have your resistance set, but adjust your resistance setting. Now, I'm not saying take it down to zero. I'm saying instead of if your resistance is on 10, bring it down to like eight. And so let let me bring you into my world. When I offer products, uh, extended warranties, um, any, any sort of protection plans, okay? When I'm rolling, I tend to be more bold with not only my offers, but also with my counter offers, Because it's no big deal, I'm rolling. When I'm not doing good, if I set my same resistance at 10, if I keep that same boldness, I don't have full confidence in what I'm actually offering. Actually, I'm so conditioned right now temporarily to the no and I'm super sensitive to the rejection that if you set it at the same level, then what's going to happen is is when a customer tells you no, you're going to tend to overcorrect. Either A, you shut it down completely or B, you go from 10 to 2. So you adjust the setting, you you counter, you cut your, your, uh, your offer, your discount, whatever, you use it in whatever world you want to. But you tend to go from 10 to 2. But if I start at 8 or if I start at 7 and the customer says no, because my window, number one, I can lower the bar a little bit so I have a little more confidence. So it may be a little more attractive for that customer to say yes and then you get the rhythm going again. Or the other thing is, if I do say the customer says no on level seven, then when I do counter, I may counter at five instead of 10 to two. So the 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 resistance, the adjustment is not so drastic, and I'm not in this fearful, oh my God, I'm about to lose it kind of state. I just adjust it just another notch. When you know that you're narrow, when your window is more narrow, you're less likely to be quite so drastically reactive in adjusting the resistance. So when things are low, number one, it's, it's never, resistance is never gonna go away. Resistance is, and you'll never get used to it. But when you are in certain levels of your life, adjust the resistance accordingly to whatever. If you're high, add more weight. If you're low, adjust the setting. Does not mean that you don't you don't play bold. It does not mean that you don't throw the attempts out there, but just sometimes what you need to do is you need to dial it down. It's like going into the weight room and instead of, you know, you're picking up 60 pound dumbbells and you're not feeling good that day, it's you're doing 40. I didn't eliminate the incline bench press. I just adjusted the weight because I'm not feeling really good. So that's number one. Um, number two is the first five minutes is hell. I don't have the article in front of me, so I'm just riffing off my mind. So the first five minutes is hell. And Hardy writes that. He said, dude, if you can do, I don't think he puts dude in there, but I will. If, if you put, if you, if you go the first ten five five minutes the first 5 minutes of anything, man, is when you have the most resistance, right? The first 5 minutes when you get to work, the first 5 minutes when you push off to get that customer, the first 5 minutes in your in your run, the first 5 minutes of the weight room, the first 5 minutes in your writing, the first 5 minutes in your teaching, whatever it is, man, when you when you're trying to do something creative, when you're trying to put your work out there and it exposes you to vulnerability, your resistance is sometimes very, very high, man. It's very, very sensitive. Realize this. Tell yourself it's just the first five minutes. First five minutes is fucking hell. After that, man, your motivation is going to catch up. The motivation never comes before the act. You're not going to be unless you're just starting something new and then you've got this, you know, bright, shiny ball perspective. But other than that, you're not going to feel all warm and fuzzy, especially when you're not doing good. Just go the first five minutes. This is like when I when I sit down to write, man, and I'm not I'm feeling like an imposter that day. I feel like I'm just full of shit. I feel like I've got nothing to write about the first five minutes. And for me, it's a normally a page or two. Really, what I do is I just tell myself, I trick my mind. I say, look, just write one page. It doesn't matter what it is. And once I get past that first page, that first five minutes, then all of a sudden the motivation kicks in and you find this rhythm and all of a sudden you're off to the off to the races. So give yourself five minutes. And so if it's fold and close, five minutes, man, five minutes. If you got half la- the laundry done, then so be it. The first five minutes when you get to the weight room, you got five minutes after stretching to, you You can do five minutes of workout and you can leave. You ain't gonna leave, man. You got five minutes um, to, to work with this customer, to handle this phone. You got five minutes of phone calls to make, whatever put that thing in there because what it's going to do is it sets the resistance bar so low that your mind says, okay, I can do that. Who can't do something five? That's what trainers tell you, right? You go to these, these fucking spin classes and they're saying for one minute, put the resistance high and you feel like your legs are just going to come off. And they say, it's only for one minute. Who can't do something for one minute, right? That's, they're just trying to get you and you say yeah fuck 60 seconds. I do that all the time So do it this way for you for your resistance. Just say look dude, it's five minutes of hell After that your motivation's going to kick in But if it doesn't fine you you made the attempt. Remember if I fail more than you I win if I fail more than you I win when you're at your shittiest time of the day You have the don't want whatever just tell yourself if I fail more than you I win even if it's a half-ass attempt I still win all right. So that's point number two. Number one, recap, the resistance never goes away. Adjust the uh, adjust the resistance. Number two is five minutes of hell. Um, and number three, resistance takes courage. Resistance takes courage. And it, it does. Courage is doing something with uh, no certain outcome. That's what courage is, right? It's being able to do something with no certainty that you get a return in value. That's like working with customers, spending an hour, two hours with a customer and then come to find out they can't buy or come to find out that, you know, they say, Hey, you know, we're going to go home and think about it. And then you follow up the next day and they don't answer the phone, but then you see them at Sonic and they got a a 60 day tag on their, on their vehicle. And you just fucking did all the work for another salesperson that you did all the work. They went next door, bought (coughs) That, that shit kills you, man. That resistance, man, it takes a lot of courage to do that over and over and over and over again. See, a lot of people that aren't in sales, they're like, oh, man, you know, I can talk to people. That ain't about talking to people. It's about can you push through the failures, man? Can you do all of this work? Can you stay late at night? Everybody's gone. You miss your baby's recital. Your kids are in the bed. You're not even going to see them. So you do that and you're two hours past quitting time and come to find out after that grinder, they can't buy. Oh, it tortures your soul, bro. And then you got to show up the next day and somehow, hello, folks. Welcome to ABC Motors, <laughs> and then you got to feel good again, bro. that just rips your soul out That's why I say resistance takes courage. I totally agree with what Hardy says that resistance takes a lot of courage to put your art out there because when you when you put your art out there and I'm saying art dude whether whether it's your creativity literally a blog a podcast um, um, teaching but but even selling that's an art even um even uh what the hell was I about to say? Oh, even the weight room, that's an art, man. Just putting your art you know how much courage it takes to be a fat ass to show up to the gym and you're like way overweight and you know everybody's looking at you, like you can barely even fit in the seats and you feel like the, the machine is gonna fall apart once you once your big ass gets up there. I know that feeling. And so you know how much courage that takes, but the fact that you put your courage out there and you're willing to go out there and get into the gym and what happens over time, they say, oh my God, you're like a fraction of the person you once were. It took courage to get there. It takes courage to lose weight. It takes courage to be a top producer. It takes courage to start your YouTube platform. It takes courage to do your podcast. It takes courage to start your podcast, to write a blog, to do some online, to start a business, whatever, fill in the fucking blank, man. It takes courage to do that. Resistance takes courage. And so here's here's one way that's going to help you. Instead of looking at things, when you put something out there in fear of being judged, you tell yourself, I'm putting this out there not for being judged. I'm putting this out there in order to connect. Bro, that's a game changer. See, most people don't put something out there into the world. They don't make attempts for fear of being judged. As a salesperson, you grab the customer that nobody wanted and they all laugh at you when when, uh, when you didn't make the sale and you just spent half the day with them. That tastes courage, man. But the fear that you just say, fuck it, do it, or you start your podcast and for fear of your friends listening to it, like, dude, what are you starting a podcast for? You, you know how much condemnation I had in my head before I started the podcast? Even when I do the podcast, I still, man, it, those voices are, dude, nobody's listening to you. You ain't got nothing to say. Bullshit. I put it out there anyway. Taste courage because you have to put so much of your heart, it exposes you to vulnerability. So, for fear of being judged, that's why most people don't do it. But if you tell yourself, I'm putting this work out there, I'm putting my best work up to date, my year to date, my you to date, I'm putting this out there today, not to be judged, but in order to connect. And you have to imagine that the pictures you take with your customers, the, 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 um, the, uh, um, marketing that you do, showing the product, um, the, 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 the new radio screen, the, 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 the new blog that you started, the, the live video that you start, whatever, man. You tell yourself before you hit send, I'm doing this to connect. And imagine yourself like you, there's a, this every time you push send, every time you put some good shit out there, man, something of value. It's this big, gigantic hand waving back and forth, back and forth. And it's this imaginary hand. And you know what? Some people are going to slap that hand aside. That's the ones that judge you. But there's also, because you put so much, you put your hand out there so much, what happens? Somebody grabs a hold of your finger and another one and another one and another one. And before you know it, they're shaking your hand and they're saying, hey, can I work with you? Hey, would you would you come do this for me? Hey, would you help me start this? Hey, you seem to be doing this. People pat you on the back because they're they're so scared of being judged and they kind of live their life through you. That you're bold enough, courageous enough to face the resistance and put your gigantic hand out there to connect. And you're going to connect with the right people. That's what this podcast does, man. This podcast is a big ass gigantic hand, and I changed the wording on my podcast. You know how many times I've changed what this podcast is about? I changed it, and you know how many times I never got started because I didn't know what the podcast was supposed to be about. I didn't start for years because oh, I got to have this, you know, specific. It's got to be you know, and then you try to sound all fancy when you first start shit, and that 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 doesn't even sound like me. I don't even know what the first time I, I I don't even know what I what I put the first time. But I just recently changed it because I just I, I think I found it. And here's what the sales life is about. It's it's to bring value to you so that you can bring value to yourself. So that you can bring value to others. See, I bring, all I do is I I translate, man. I come across something that is applicable in my life. And so I bring it to you. And if it can resonate with you, you apply it to your life and then you teach it to others. You teach it to others, whether by example or you teach it to others where you say, Hey, y'all come together. Let me, let me teach you something, youngster. Let me show you something. This is, I just picked this up. That's what I do, man. Everything is a copy. Everything everything, everybody does is a copy of somebody else. We just add our flavor to it. Don't you ever think for one moment that that you're doing the same thing that so-and-so is doing? No, you're not. Because they're not you and you're not them. And so you bring a unique value, a unique flair to the table. And you bring your own spin. So I read things. I read, I guarantee you, when you read Benjamin Hardy's article, when you read this piece, you're going to get something different than I did. I'm just, I'm just kickstarting it. I'm just a Kickstarter. And so then all of a sudden you read it, you get something different, you apply it to your life and you say, and then, you know, one of your friends comes along dealing with something. You say, Hey bro, let me tell you something. And then you tell them that's value. And then you bring the value to them and they take the value and apply it to their life. There's your chain reaction. My buddy, Kenny Landrum, Landrum, is a 30 and 30 movement. He started a movement. Dude, this dude's on the news now. And because he took his big ass to the gym and started hacking away and said, I'm going to work out 30 workouts in 30 days. And his it's now expanding to where he's, and I think I've already talked about Kenny many times on this podcast. He's actually taken it to uh, you know a year, 365. And I guarantee he's going to go even further than that. And you know what? He's not going to be a big ass for long. Dude, I can see it already. See, that's that courage. That's that courage I'm talking about. That's that courage that we need from you. You got to put that shit out there. And the resistance is never going to go away. Just adjust the settings. And remember, when you face the ultimate resistance, just give yourself five minutes. And after that, the motivation is going to kick in. And the third part is it takes courage, but don't, don't, not send something. Don't start your YouTube channel because, you know, somebody's going to judge me. It's not to be judged. It's to connect and you're going to connect. You're going to resonate with the right people, customers. And that's where Benjamin goes on to say in other points that it's going to open up huge opportunities for you in the future. And it's going to connect. It's brought him millions of dollars in his own life, but it would not have done that had he not been courageous enough to face the resistance and take the shot, take the shot. Remember, remember, If I fail more than you, I win. So, when somebody's in the lead right now, just tell yourself that if I fail more than you, I win. Just keep failing, keep failing, keep failing, keep failing, and keep selling. Keep selling your way through life because the greatest sale you'll ever make is to sell you on you. Have an amazing day. Share this episode with others who can use it. Also, if you would, hit me with a uh, quick rating or review. Much love to you for doing that because when people are shopping the podcast, your vote counts, man. And so when you put something on there and they say, you know what, I could use that too. This is where I'm at in my life. People jump on board with that. So uh, much love for that. And that's the end (laughs) of this podcast. All right. I'm going to work out much love to you later.